some creativity, creativity for the society. The Process Podcast. That's rad. It's the Process Podcast, episode 80. Clap it in, everybody. Zach, we are joined today by our first ever non-student, non, or I was about to say not design related, but completely design related. Completely. Our first ever professor on yeah. the Process Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Catherine Chong. We don't have the clapping applause yet, but my welcome. first professor too. For yeah, true. Oh yeah, wow. Because you were you had uh, Odin first, right, Dylan? Yeah, I did have Odin first, so I'd... I had Catherine first thing in the morning. That's right. I remember your first episode. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. That's what you said. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, well, thank you both. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Zach, for having me. No, absolutely. I'm glad to be here. We figured we figured we have to get all the Humber profs on at some point in the future, whether it's a prof or an instructor. So we've got you... We've got you on the show today. We've got Reese Bennett, hopefully at some point in the not too distant future. Bruce Thompson, hopefully coming on at some point in the not too distant future. And we'd like to have everybody just because it's sounds good. It's it's kind of like a way of coming home in a weird mm-hmm. way. It's like yeah. connecting with like a like a favorite aunt or uncle that you haven't spoken to in a long time or haven't seen. Because it's like I feel like you guys you guys have seen us all at our absolute lowest and our absolute highest yes, in life over have. the last yeah. four four and a half years now yeah you know, everyone yeah, most yeah. people are still connected especially even after mm-hmm. even after school ended but it's mind-blowing so zach what was yeah. your first class with Catherine like how scared were you i think we talked about it in the first few episodes right mm-hmm. i think of right out of high school i remember getting up early because i was scared to miss class knowing not knowing anything thinking going into it thinking you know i can i can draw i'm fine like you know it's nerve-wracking but i should be okay and then getting there finding the room was a challenge um whatever it was was it 116 115 113 113 yeah i still don't even know the number because it's confusing but getting the room (laughs) seeing the cool tables and then and Catherine walks in and we have a little intro where we had to stand up and say our name and oh, where we're yeah. from and something we did in the summer or something like that. And then, uh, and then introduce yourself. And then I think we did the, that first sketch. We had That's to go right. grab an object Ooh. from the bin and then we had to sketch it. And I've got that uh-huh. sketch on my wall. <laughs> I have it pinned up on my wall right beside the, my degree. <laughs> That's a very fitting place. That for is it's, brilliant. It's dated twenty sixteen. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, and it's yeah. easily the worst thing I've ever sketched. It oh, looks don't awful. say that. No, no, no. It, it's not about being the worst. It's about wanting you guys to see the journey. Well, that's yeah. why I have I it up there. Say that. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. whenever, if I'm feeling like a little, you know, not confident in my sketching or something, or worried that. You know, I didn't come that far in four years, and I look at that, and I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. I did, I did yeah. come a little bit far. Yeah, you can see the yes. progress. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not to, not to, um, I absolutely understand because I've been through it 
you know, um, myself as well, when I, you know, first started, um, you know, being a student, that was more than 25 years ago. And exactly in the same shoes, knowing that, thinking that I can sketch, thinking I can draw, actually. I never know. Actually, I, I want to step back a little bit. I don't think I used the word sketching until I actually got into the industry. I've yeah. always used the word drawing. Now, there's no, nothing, you know, there, I don't think there's any difference. You know, sketching is drawing, drawing is sketching. However, having said that, over the years, I kind of, kind of, um, uh, relate drawing more with the artistic way of expressing, you know, your 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 drawing. So we call it drawing. Whereas, you know, over the years, and I, you know, learn how to sketch as a designer. So I started to use the word sketching. So I kind of started to kind of differentiate the word, you know, the the, yeah. the two wordings. Um, I was in your in your shoes totally. Yeah. So it came from a very um, you know artistic background. I love sculpture. I love painting. I love, you know, drawing life, drawing, especially. Um, and you know, it was, it was intimidating. I absolutely understand your, you know, your experience. It was, it was for yeah. me as well, 25 years ago. Yeah. It it's was kind scary. Of terrifying. <laughs> yeah. It's very, it's very scary. It was Even intimidating. The, yes. I don't remember yes. the first, I'm trying to think the first wall critique, but I remember like the first class, whenever you said, all right, next week, you know, we're going to, you're going to sketch this and then we're going to put it on the wall and, you know, critique it and just yeah. thinking, oh, this is the most terrifying yeah. thing ever. You're putting it all these, everyone's putting their work yeah. on the wall yeah. and you all stand in front and, oh yeah. 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 I know it was intimidating, but yeah, uh, it was, uh-huh. yeah. It's when you it's call interesting. home. It's interesting because looking back on it, it's like, it seems normal now, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, we're so used to it. We're so used to yes. it. Right. Yeah. Well, the thing is this, though, because being in the, I'm, I'm pretty sure you have, you have, you probably have experienced it yourself, you know, doing, doing um, uh, work placement and also, you know, being in the industry now is that um, at some point in your career, you are going to want to just sit down and sketch and then show your sketches to somebody or someone, right? Yeah. So that, to me, in a way, it's building confidence. Because I had to, for my for my own experience anyway in the industry, I had to do that very often, right? So especially coming from you know an automotive design background, and it's it's always you have to pin your work out, right? There's, so there's no 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 other way <laughs> to yeah. to really to really talk about and discuss your design. It's you know the only way is to pin your work out. So to me is you know to do that, I absolutely understand the students terrify. I absolutely understand that you know the students are intimidated and not feeling confident, feeling yeah. like oh my goodness, I thought I can sketch, but now I mean I know I thought I can draw, but now I can't sketch. <laughs> yeah. So you know I've been through that. You know. So for me in a way is um is an exercise to grow and to help the students to to build the confidence it's not about intimidating it's not about you know it's really kind of just okay shift your mindset i i think i remember saying that to all of you you know as yeah, you were in a first year so shift your mindset shift your mindset it's not the end result is the journey so if you focus on the journey the end result will come and it will happen. Yeah. I know that's what me and Dylan have talked about recently about like, you know, the mindset being one of the biggest things that we have to kind of learn. Mm -hmm. And if we, you know, it was one of those things it's easy to look Mm -hmm. back on, but Mm -hmm. if we, if we went back now, 
mm. with the mindset we have. Because mm. back Absolutely then it was destroy. like, you know, you're mm-hmm. hearing like, oh, don't worry about, you know, the marks or the end product. Just just learn. Right. And okay. at that time, you're like, it's hard to, to understand that because you want to do well. You want to have a good mark. You want to show off or whatever. Right. You don't want to be the you want to yeah. be the best in the class. And then yeah. ultimately that kind of, you know, it doesn't do, do too well for you. Yeah. Yeah. thinking of that yeah. way right yeah so that's what we, you know yeah. yeah yeah it's interesting because you say that um for me my learning curve you know 25 years ago my learning curve is is that um i finally it took me a while it's not immediate right so yeah. it, it really took me about a year and a half at least you know by the time i get to second year that i started to kind of see right that mm. it's not about perfection you know it's not about trying to get your project or, or work or assignment to be perfect. For me, it's about what is that project about? Where is that journey taking me? Where am I heading with this project, right? Um, obviously, there is a deadline, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Everything we do in a project, there is always a deadline, and you want to kind of get there. Um, so it, it took me a while to really kind of understand that. You know, you focus on that learning journey. You're focusing on um, if I stumble, you know, it's fine. I get back up and I learn the next time. Not immediate, but the next time, right? Um, so even even in my professional, you know, experience, um, you know, even back in, you know, automotive industry when I was there, and you stumble. You always stumble. There was not always a hurdle. There was always bump along the way. There's never a smooth sailing, never. Right. Um, and also the decisions you make in terms of, you know, be it whether it's creative, you know, design related or be it whether it's, you know, business side of things <laughs> related. But you always make decisions. And this is this is what I would, you know, um, always encourage students to do even today, you know, even my current students. Right. Is that um, the journey is not about trying to complete a perfect assignment or a project it's about learning how to make decision whether the decision is a great decision at that particular time or whether decision is you know what later i'm going to regret a decision yeah. but it's all part of that learning curve it's 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 to me there's no different than 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 you know life decisions sometimes mm. you know um so it's really kind of learning that starts um and reflecting on it um i'm not saying do better the next time obviously you can take it to the next level right you can always take it next level but i will never say do better the next time it's not about doing better the next time it's about what have you learned what can you take it to the next level Mm -hmm. the next time so that's the difference that's what i meant by shifting your mindset Mm -hmm. yeah right so when you're focusing on that learning journey then you're not putting such a hard time on yourself Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not again. It's not about being that perfect person. No one is perfect in this world. Not even Einstein. <laughs> no, he had his problems. Uh, oh, I'm pretty sure everyone would would have that, right? So, yeah. So it's about growing. Yeah, yeah. I like to see it as about growing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you? Yeah. Because like when Zach and I were in first year, it was, mm-hmm. it was easy to listen to that, but even easier to dismiss it as this is someone who is just telling that to us so that we don't get scared and we kind of slack and then we do what we think is right and take an easier approach and then we get shafted with 
a less than desirable grade. Yeah. And curious to hear a professor's, and this is obviously removed from Humber College, no affiliation with the school at all. But how do you, or what is a way that you can connect with the students to make them realize that the grade isn't and shouldn't be their primary focus? Uh, as in tell them until my face go blue. <laughs> yeah. And then, and ultimately 95, 98% of them won't listen. And like, they yes, still get obsessed with that. Yes. Like s- striving for perfection in a, in yes. a, in a project. Yes. Like, yes. cause I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of it. I've done it myself dozens of times. Yeah. Um, to this day, still do it even in the workplace, yeah. uh, where, because you obviously have a lot more experience than us. Zach and I are relative, relative babies to the, <laughs> to the professional industry. Yeah. Lots to learn, lots to learn. Oh, I'm still learning, to be honest. You know, yeah. I don't have all the answer. I don't think I have all the answer. And I will never have all the answer, of course. Um, but I, how do I put it? Um, I've seen, you know, like I said, you know, you guys, when I have you guys, and also, you know, I'm seeing my, my current students as well. Um, Yes, I absolutely understand the situation is that, you know, I've seen them, they, they sort of say, yeah, makes sense, understood, but, you know, they will still come back to, to asking, well, you know, why am I still getting meet 70? I thought I'm on the 80. I put in a lot of effort to, into this assignment, right? So my explanation would be to them, um, one is try to help them understand, again, help them to um shift the mindset to see it from a different perspective i would say to them instead of asking me the questions of i think i'm on an 80 zone why am i getting 75 then i would say to them shift the mindset and ask a different question Mm -hmm. as now you see that you're on 75 how do you get to the 80 so that's a more constructive right so when you start asking the right question, then you will start making the right decision. Now, the decision doesn't mean that you're going to, you know, um, get it right, right away. It's always that small learning curve. So I would always, that's the reason why I always ask students out. It's not about trying to kind of, you know, um, making them feel bad, but it's my question back to the students is always constructive. I always, I say, for example, the sketching, right? So I would always say, okay, now, where do you think that line is going? Do you see where that line's going? Do you know where your burnishing point is? Say, for example, right? Mm -hmm. So it's to make the students see it, right? Because when they start seeing it, then they go, ah, I see. So that's a small step, right? So it's one Mm -hmm. step at a time. Um, So for me is for, for absolutely, like you said, right, Dylan, that, you're guilty of that. I'm still guilty of that too, even today sometimes. Right? Mm. I always thought that, I mean, especially when I've, I've been doing, you know, um, constructions, uh, uh, renovation of my, you know, our own apartment and I've been doing it myself and I've learned it through, you know, YouTube and, you know, you see these people doing it so easy and you think that, you know, I can do it too. Right. So you learn yeah, it, yeah. but then, you know, when you put the towel up on the wall, I go, oops. <laughs> right. So it's always yeah. that, that, and then, and, and for me is that, you know, um, I, I always go back to that and, and you know, go back to, to the, the stage where you ask 
the right question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I am still doing that. I mean, even today, you know, I will always be in a situation where I will frustrated with a lot of things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, be it whether it's, it's, it's work or family or, you know, personal or whatever it is. Right. Um, but you, you step back again, you know, you're looking at it from a different, different, um, perspective, a different point of view, you step back mm-hmm. and you shift your mindset and you ask the right question. Right. Yeah. So you don't have to ask the question to find answer. It's not about trying to ask questions to find answer. It's asking questions that what is that question that will help you to take it to the next level. And then you find your way. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That makes that's, a lot of yeah. sense. That's pretty, uh, <laughs> lots interesting as well. Cause recently me and Dylan talked about that kind of thing of asking like the right questions. Right. Cause I, I think, think we, I think we did a full episode on it. I'm going to just double check here. Yeah. Because I think it was someone like, um, we either had like a DM from someone or we we're talking about like, um, students, current students or something like asking, you know, a question or can you check out our portfolio yeah. or can you, you know, how yeah. do you do this? Yeah. And we were talking about, you know, those kind of questions where you can see they're just looking for the answer. Like you said, right? Yeah. Episode and, 53, how to ask for help. Yeah. And we, um, I think That's we talked one. about, uh, yeah. I think where we learned, or at least for me, at least learned that the most, which was from model making class with Dan and Tony. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that was, I remember even after the full week, after your class, after Odin's and then uh, Ken and um, mm-hmm. Adam and and then you're like, okay, this week can't get any crazier, can it? And then Friday comes along and it's Dan and Tony and that's the <laughs> most intimidating class. <laughs> and, you know, however, and every, all the profs would say, you know, there's no such thing as stupid questions, but then Tony would make sure to let you know that sometimes there are stupid questions, but, yeah. but he was big for that asking you know if you, if you just came to him and said how do i build this he would say go find a youtube channel a youtube video or go look it up right mm-hmm. but if you came to him and said look i've yeah. tried it this way i've tried mm-hmm. it this way it doesn't work you know i want to get to this result what do you think is the best way to do it that's right yeah. and it's that like you said it's that shifting of the mindset where yeah. i okay. think after it was probably closer to the end of first year where i actually mm-hmm. learned that from that class because that mm-hmm. class was kind of a big, that was the hardest thing to get through, I think, for me anyways, mm-hmm. first year. Mm-hmm. But by the end of it, I kind of l- learned that, you know, that uh, mm. that way to ask for help. Mm. Which was, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, which applied exactly. to all the other classes, right? Because that was yeah. the important yeah. thing. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for me, for me is, is the, I, I always use the word, I mean, being proactive problem solving. And I think that's what, you know, our program is so good is that, you know, it, it train our, you know, our students, like you say, um, you grow in that four years, right? So you're growing from, you know, young and <laughs> have all the energy in the world to the point of, <laughs> yeah. by the time you graduate. <laughs> um, but um, I think, I think it's a great growing um, journey. So um, in a way that our students will be able to make, um, how to put it, decisions, not always the right decision. It's still never always the right decision. Um, but in um, uh, learning how, how to so-called ask the right question. Again, I, I want to point out one thing. There's no such thing as a wrong question. But there's mm-hmm. no such thing as the right question right. either. So I, I've, I've got to explain that a little bit here. 
So it's really asking the questions that allow you to kind of, um, okay, now I have this answer. Now, what do I need to find out next? What do I need to find out next? Right? So like I say, one step at a time. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's not about asking a direct questions of how do I get there? Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a difference. So that's, again, going back to what I was saying, there's no such thing as the wrong questions, but there's no such thing as the complete correct question either. Right. But you ask the so-called right question in order to take you to, you know, finding out what's the next next, um, you know, answer that you need right yeah so this goes back to being being able to kind of problem solve mindset Mm -hmm. being able to you know be be proactive mindset that's what that's what i've always loved love about um you know industrial design Mm -hmm. as a program yeah i think that was probably again we've talked about this before but i think this is that was my biggest takeaway from the program Mm -hmm. like obviously the skills of you know of sketching and model making and graphic design and you know CAD and yeah. all that. But the I think the best thing I learned was the was the design method, the way yeah. to solve yeah, yeah. the design thinking. Mm-hmm. Your design thinking because mm-hmm. because now it's like you know explaining it to people. You think oh it's just a mm-hmm. way to solve a problem. It doesn't seem like much, but mm-hmm. learning and then kind of mastering that process over four years. Now mm-hmm. it's with anything I do, any problem, that's how that's right. I tackle it, yes. right? You, you know, you go yes. through the whole process, the whole design thinking, which which is the, which I think is the kind of the best part of the program, to be honest. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the most powerful completely. thing. Mm-hmm. Completely. I completely agree with you. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, again, I've always, always said that, um, you know, being in our program in, in, you know, industrial design is a very transferable skills. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um it, it's it's you know like you said the sketching the model making the CAD and all that they are all very tangible skills. Yes, those are tangible skill set that you need in order to grow. You know, grow yeah. who you are as a designer, right? Um, but I also mentioned I don't know if if I've mentioned to you, um, you know, when you were in first year, but I also say there is another hidden skill. What I call the hidden skill, the invisible skills. Mm-hmm. The invisible skills is the, are all the soft skills that you learn, yeah. right? So again, like I said, you learn to be, you know, problem solving, understand the process, and understand, you know, how to how to, you know, one step at a time find the find the yeah. solution. But the solution, it's not just one answer, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not that the end answer, but it's that yeah. a whole journey to get there, and that's what's fascinating to me mm-hmm. yeah That's pretty, I, i'm still true. i love industrial design i've yeah. i've always always loved and never look back i was gonna say that was gonna be my next question is we love we love a good origin story here at the process podcast we've had the privilege of having quite a few fellow classmates we had sean maho belinda um oh. and as well as current fourth year steven steven bakawi Oh, it's good. Great. He Can you come on? Nice. Yeah, we talked about yeah. his, his Project Arrow. Um, uh-huh. And we've also had a filmmaker cinematographer, Campbell James, from Melbourne, Australia, that I met when I was down there. And nice. yeah. all these, like, we're all around, we're all basically the mm-hmm. same age for all intents and purposes. We're all the same age, and we all have very similar origin stories. Mm-hmm. And yeah. one thing that I either can't remember because I blocked it out of my memory or I just wasn't able to recall it from all the way back in first year um, or you never told us was how you ended up in the field of industrial design. 
Oh, okay. All right. It so, happened, it so happened I have that ready to go. It's almost like we did a prep before. Oh, boy. How do I start? That's a long story. Okay. Let's see if I can um, make it um, short and sweet here. So how did I end up? First of all, how do I end up in industrial design, actually? Um, to be honest, even when I was in, you know, your age back then, you know, 18, yeah, 19, right after high school, and not, I've never heard of industrial design, to be honest. I did not hear about industrial design. So I have to do one of those, you know, university open house, right? So walk in and, you know, just to find out. But my, at that time, my intention or my, rather my heart at that time was set on um, architect. Um, like so a, that was like my script. very first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was saying we're all same. <laughs> yeah, that was my very first choice actually, and then I think my second choice was you know graphic design. Um, yeah, um, my third choice was fine art. Um, to be honest, actually, my heart was set on fine art, but you know I couldn't do it. Long story short, you know couldn't do it um, because of family pressure. But um, so architect become you know architecture become my first choice. So one day I walked into this university, um, which is RMIT University in, um, in Melbourne, Australia. And I saw, you know, all these work on display and it was all these, you know, products and sketches of products and models and, you know, what have you. And my jaw dropped. My jaw just dropped. Yeah. Hmm. And I said, that's it. That's it. I'm not going anywhere. I am not, going, not looking any further. That's going to be my first and my only choice in, you know, in design um, program that I would apply. So I actually apply um, to three different university of the same program at that time. And I got into two of them. Um, so I chose RMIT and that's how I ended up in, in industrial design and never looked back ever since. Yeah. Was, was it RMIT on, was it on Latrobe Street? In the CBD? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Swanston and Latrobe. That's correct. Yeah. They spread out, but the yeah. yeah, that's where they are. But I think the um the design department might have moved moved to another part of the city. I think it's on Cardigan Street now. Yeah. I think so. Because yeah. when I was there last yeah. year, they've they've got like a whole new building and everything, like a whole new studio building. It's like this yes. Yes. giant big square covered in little frosted glass circles. Yes. Yeah. They call I think that was the they call it the manufacturing hub, if I'm not mistaken. I think yeah. so. I thought it yeah, was called the design hub. Design hub. No, manufacturing precinct. Design hub, I think that's what it's called. I can't remember. We'll Google it one day. Yeah, it's on Victoria Street. <laughs> I, I just remember. Googled it. It's been a while. Building building one hundred Victoria Street. That's it. That's all right. Yeah. It's got a Carlton postal code too, which is interesting. Yes. I didn't think that was Carlton. It is. But it is. Yes, apparently. it's right at the edge. That's correct. Yes, it's oh, right at the edge. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Zach, you have to pack your backpack one day. And yeah, go we got to go. We got to go. I, you you got to pack your backpack and go one go. day. Got to go. To me, me and Dylan are going to go travel. And uh -huh. We're going to get lo we're gonna get lost in Australia together. Yeah, that's, that's the goal. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And that's another thing, too that i would absolutely advise young youngster to you know like you guys and um when you get around to save the money and and just go travel mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it would open your eyes yeah. amazing amazing mm -hmm. 
yeah. Big time. So I, I, I'm, I was quite lucky when, you know, when I got into, you know, automotive industry, I was quite lucky in the way that um, I got to travel quite a bit to, to, you know, to visit vendors and, you know, um, the international motor shows and what have you. Um, and um, it, 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 it opened my eye. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is, it yeah. is. I never like it's hard to understand the or how much you actually learn from traveling when you've never traveled before. Yeah. Like if you've never gone anywhere, you can't be like, oh, I'm not. It's not like I'm going to go to this place and I'm going to become an absolute genius. It's you have that idea in your head, but it's it's hard to quantify what that means. And I think you only realize it when you get back and you you come into your life as it was before, and then you realize how different you have become and then how the different experiences that you had have like almost like transformed you in a way effectively. Like you're just, it's not that you're a better person. You're just a more experienced human being at the end of the day. You are more Mm open-minded. I have to say that. Yeah. You're more Mm open-minded and you learn the other, the other way of life as well. You know, the, 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 our culture, right? So Mm -hmm other way of life right so and and it helps you to kind of you know open up in terms of not just your own again going back to mindset okay i think your theme episode today is the mindset (laughs) the mindset that's right (laughs) um so for me is is it's again the that um that open-mindedness yeah um, learning about the other culture, learning about the other way of life. And it helps because, I mean, a big part of uh, what we do in, in design is all about understanding uh, way of life, right? Understanding yeah. your target market, understanding your demographic, understanding the anthropologists, you know, all, all that, right? The ethnography, right, of, of, uh, of uh, culture. So for me is is what, what you, the more you experience the op- more open mindness you are mm-hmm. and the more you are able to grasp and understand design mm-hmm. because design is not it's not a, a how to put it um it's not a general sense of design design is actually very embedded into culture mm-hmm. yeah right um so for me is it's the more you understand you know a different way of life the more you it helps you to understand you know what design is all about yeah it's pretty true mm-hmm. and i think i yeah. think it's definitely something that we've we've learned more and more as we get Girl. older and we start to look around more and open our eyes more in a metaphorical sense as we see that yeah. design's not just a course at school and it's not just a thing that fancy people do and fancy buildings and fancy That's cities right. it's exactly. it's everywhere exactly. right down to like the menu that you order food off of at a restaurant or the, the like mm-hmm. the lock screen on your on your iphone it's everywhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's been that's been the biggest learning we don't we don't want to keep you too much longer because you're naturally a very busy person <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying to. I'm trying to enjoy this and 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 um <laughs> is that is that alcohol or is that tea? uh <laughs> No, <laughs> I like to say it's the real thing. <laughs> well, it's apple juice, folks. If That's asking. right. That's if anyone's right. asking, That's it's apple juice. It's apple juice. Um, um, did you? Yeah, go on. Yeah. First year, first year experiences, because Zach and I have talked about this 
with almost every single guest and just getting all their different insights in the same way that we try and learn about everyone's origin story. And for the most part, everyone's origin story lines up. Almost everybody is interested in architecture and then realizes architecture is boring and then goes into industrial design. <laughs> and then almost everybody has an absolutely terrible first year experience and it sucks. Except for Steven. Steven yeah. said it was fine. Yeah. So I don't know what he's on. Yeah. And then, and then Cam, Campbell yeah. said his first year experience was great, but he lives in Australia. So that's also very understandable. Yeah. Doing, doing school in at RMIT which is a school that none of us, I mean, I've, I've physically been there, but I've never attended a class there. What was your first year experience like? Terrified. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. Yep. Terrified. Total. Yeah. Um, but having said that, um, I think there was another side of me that were also um, excited. So I'm pretty sure you can relate to that. So I have yeah. one side of me that are terrified, but then on the other side of me that is very excited. So I couldn't kind of wait to, you know, to learn, right? But when the workload, I'm pretty sure you you know that too, when the lo workload start to pile up. Yeah. So when yeah. the workload start to pile up, um, that's when you feel the pressure, Right. So that pressure somehow, sometimes, sometimes it kind of turn into, okay, uh, is this, is this right? Is this good enough? Is this, you know, am I doing it? It, it, what the, what the professor wants. Right. Yeah. Um, like I said, it took me a while, you know, so it took me about a year and a half or so to kind of, you know, shift my mindset and learn it from a different perspective and realize that, okay, it's not about what the professor want. It's about me going through this journey. So what do I need to do to, you know, get certain things sort of done? Now, yeah. done doesn't mean that it's perfect 100% done either, right? So again, like I said, you know, that that's how that's how I started to kind of learn to shift, right? Mm -hmm. But yes, absolutely, the first year. Um, but I have to say, um, I have put in my heart and soul in first year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, learning perspective. My yeah, very, absolutely. Very true. I had to learn perspective when I was in first year. Um, you know, learn what do you mean, marker? What do you mean we don't color it in? Yeah. <laughs> it's marker. Isn't that like a magic marker? So that that's a whole the whole thing, right? So I mean, we had to learn quite a lot of things, uh, you know, hands on, you know, in comparison because that was you know twenty five years ago. So we don't don't have three D printing machines. We don't have you know yeah. computer. We don't have you know everything. It's all hands on, right? So for us, we have to learn you know everything, um, quite how to put it from the very basic, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think I enjoy that journey. That part of me loved the process, but there's another part of me that really finding that workload um, was incredible. Mm -hmm. So that was part of me that um, told me the longest time to to learn. So again, like I said, you know, once I understand and started to shift that mindset, it didn't happen overnight. You know, it didn't, yeah. I went through a bit by bit as well, you know, just like you guys. So once I understood that, it it really did sort of slowly lifted off that, that pressure as well. Yeah. Yeah, for me. And I, in a way, I had a slightly different, different, um, how to put it, um, different 
background as well at that time because um coming from you know coming from a from an asian you know family was that we are not allowed to fail mm. so um that was a huge huge you know <laughs> pressure on my shoulder as well um uh, again yeah how to put it um you learn you 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 strive you know in a way um to work under pressure um yeah I, I'm glad in a way, and I, I've, I've been through it. I've been through the, 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 you know, days of, you know, I have no more energy. I couldn't. I need to sleep. All too many of those. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely understand. Like I said, when you guys going through what you're going through, you know, I absolutely understand because I've been through it myself. Um, but you soldier one. Yeah, my record. You know, I remember my record was going through like a seventy three hours or something with no sleep. Maybe a little sure. short snap you and there, you yeah. know, just to but I went through that, right? Mm-hmm. So you just showed soldier one. Um now the decisions you make at that time, um, you just have to kind of be um not beat yourself up. So mm-hmm. you did your best given the circumstances and be it whether it comes out, come back at 70, 75, 80, you know, 65, whatever, right? Um, for me was was that, okay, I've done it. Hand it in. Yeah. I, based on the decision I made at that time, okay, whatever come back, it came back, and I'm not going to point fingers. So that's the biggest thing that a lot of students need to learn as well. So like mm-hmm. I said, there's no such thing as perfect, right? So for me was that um, I make peace with myself. Does that make sense at all? Yeah. Right? So don't beat yourself too up. Uh, like I said, you know, um, was that the perfect project? No, it wasn't, right? But did I finish and complete? Okay, now what are the targets I need to hit, right? So that was the biggest thing as well. So I hit that target is in the deadline I had it in and it's it's there. Um, so for me is that when the when the when the mark comes back, when the project comes back to me, um, then I would look at it and say, okay, now what what do I need to do the next time? Right. Mm-hmm. So again, going back to what we were discussing earlier, right? So you're asking the next question. Yeah. Right. What do you need to do? So there is, you know, you're not, you can't hand it in the second time. You think everyone can do a better, do better work second time, third time, fourth time, right? But you yeah. don't have the second time, third time, fourth time yeah. to do it. You had that one time, right? So, but again, that learning is not for anyone, but it's for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I think that's an so, important thing. Yes. So, yeah. like I said, if you if you can learn to kind of shift that mindset, you know, and and every process you go through is not for anybody else but for yourself. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I yeah, I think that was uh, I definitely struggled with that in in thesis. For me, that was <laughs> that was I know it's, like <laughs> we've definitely talked about it before, and it, it was it took me a while to like to want to talk about it because it was. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was it was one of those projects where I definitely went through that exact mm-hmm. thing where mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. too stuck in the in the mindset of mm-hmm. trying to learn for someone else or trying mm-hmm. to, you know, I'm not doing it, I'm not trying to get out of it what I should be getting out of it, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to thinking too much about the grade or the end goal or, you know, trying to make it look mm-hmm. good for other people or stuff like mm-hmm. that, that I I lost that 
process and mm. and, and mm. Uh, stumbled a bit mm. on on that which which you know i don't get a second chance at it so it sucks but no no i want to stop you there i want to stop you there (laughs) i want to stop you there your brain is getting brought back for another debriefing for you first thing first first, i have to say i want to make one thing clear is that i actually really like your project from the very beginning yeah i i think your project has a lot of potential Right. I've said that to you. Right. So, um, but having, you know, don't stop Zach. And now I'm I'm, second thing is that I'm really glad that you can actually, you talk about it right now because that's the very first hurdle that you, you know, you go through. Right. And the third point that I want to say to you is go for it, Zach, pick it up, go for it. It it has been something that I know Dylan said to me before as well that I should, go back and and do it and he would ask me you know would i just tweak it or whatever and it's like i want to stick with the idea but do a different Your, version of it you know yes like, yes I, I mean i think i think the the base concept is there right the, yeah. the idea itself it's it's brilliant to be honest with you i absolutely love it and um i would i would advise you to go back to drawing board start it start from the beginning start yeah. sketching again and just you know, um, and at some point, if you feel that you need to go back to where you were and see if you can pull something out of, you know, where you were and yeah. interject it into where you are, go for it. Yeah, and I think that was mm-hmm. the biggest because it definitely took me a while to talk about it because I was just I was I was obsessed <laughs> with it, right? Like I, yeah. you know, I had the I had my model and like tucked away in a different room and I didn't want to look at it and. You know, every time I looked through my portfolio to like update it or change something, I just I couldn't look at it. Yeah. But you know, now actually I I can look at it and I, I appreciate it more than yeah. I did when I mm. when I finished it. Right? I look back and I'm like, okay, you know, I don't hate it as much. I wasn't because I was mm. so worried about trying to to make it perfect. Yeah. You know, and that's and I think that was I know a lot of other people in our year struggled with in thesis as well because mm-hmm. I think it's it's one of those. It's mm-hmm. it's one of the, it's the project because it's the final big project. Yes. I think yeah. it it has the, you know the kind of the scary feeling that this is what's going to get you your job. This is the biggest yeah. project you're ever going to do. This is the most important thing ever, right? Yeah. And which I definitely I that's why you know I thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then looking back on it, it's funny because of how untrue that is. Mm-hmm. And and looking back and thinking, well, if I mm-hmm. didn't if I didn't see it that way mm-hmm. and I looked at it the way I do now, I'd be, you know, way better off. So I definitely want to go back and um mm-hmm. and give it another shot. Cause because yeah. that was definitely one thing where I like you said about um pointing fingers under stress and when you're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, and that mm-hmm. was and that's that's what I was doing in, during that project. I wasn't um, actually trying to learn, you know, what I should be learning from it. Instead, I was worried mm. too much about okay, it's I got to make it look good for my portfolio to show it off, and it's mm. you know it's it's got to be competitive with all these, and you know thinking of all the uh, the wrong reasons. Mm. But, you know. Yeah. Funny. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm glad to hear um, Zach yeah. because I I think I think if you you know can find time you know, to, to really go back and revisit it. It's a great concept. Yeah. It's a nice concept. I still think, yeah, I still think it's, I mean, a lot of the automotive like masters concepts, you see there's ones that are similar, you know, yes. like 
you see him quite a bit. So I'm like, okay, maybe yeah. I was onto something. Yeah. But, uh, you and you're unemployed. You have all the time in the world. <laughs> I know. I can. And you are, you time. are onto something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to totally. That. If you if you want me to, you know, have a look at it over time and whenever you want to have a chat and you know, by all means, please, because I know your yeah. subject, so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank by you. all means. Please. I uh, I wanted to ask you something related to thesis, which was, um, since it was your first time doing yeah. thesis, yeah. what was something you learned from that from that first year? teaching thesis or something you took away from doing it the first time? She's fallen um, off of her chair. That's also Dennis Cap. Dennis Kaplan is not listening. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I will be. He's <laughs> too busy. Um, yeah. Um, no. Um, how to put it? It's definitely a tough I, question. I think <laughs> it yeah. is a tough question. Um, I don't think there is one one answer to it, um, but I think I've have you know taken away like a multiple multiple things that I've yeah. learned through that process, um, and I think I have to say um, it is it is quite well structured in terms of um, going through the process. Mm -hmm. um, but having said that, but I think the the deliverable could, you know, could be um, uh, improved, which you know, which we 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 you know we'll, we'll go through a couple of more years and and find ways to kind of improve that. Um, having said that, I would start the brainstorming and ideation earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I would do that much earlier, and I would like to give it a little bit longer time as well to go yeah. through that process because I think the beginning thinking process it's probably the most important process yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, for me for me in terms of that yeah that that would be you know what I would you know what I would um, would do mm -hmm. um, and then you know solely not to say slowly because we don't have much time in that project either, <laughs> even though it looked, it sounded like we have the whole year, but you know, in actual fact, we don't yeah. really have much time. Um, but having said that, I would, you know, um, once you, we can find that direction, I would like to actually find a direction slightly earlier. And so that, you know, the creative process um, can have a little more time to flourish. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. what I would have done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's one, I, it's something that won't happen overnight. It's something that will grow and evolve over a couple right. of thesis. Yeah. Years oh, evolve or in seasons. a very limited time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have to say the reality is that it has to evolve, but that it needs time to evolve. But mm -hmm. it has a limited time to evolve. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of words there. Yeah. <laughs> You're recording, so you have no problem. We're recording it, so we'll we'll be able to pick it apart and completely understand what yeah. what was said. But <laughs> no, I th I think that's pretty valid. I mean, Zach and I spent the entire we spent all of Labor Day Monday writing out our thesis problems, as oh. opposed to as opposed to doing it over the full summer. We we did it all on Labor Day and class wow. start and class yeah. start on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. As in as in going through your own project. Kind of like we we each I think we each had a couple of decent ideas. Yeah, and we kind but, of 
told and them like, to each other right yeah and like this cathartic like reflection type way and uh -huh. it's like what do you think of this what do you think of that and then uh -huh. but i think max each of us maybe had like five or six ones that we were yeah. confident with yeah and then we had to kind of brainstorm like filler questions effectively just to get it in get it through the door and and push it past just uh -huh. to select the the top five or top five top three and then the final one right yeah so okay. i mean we kind of rushed it but we had a full yeah i think it, so i mean yeah. it's like <laughs> <laughs> well you're giving the whole summer to think about it um so i mean actually to be honest with you uh i don't stop guys mm -hmm. don't stop you know you know the process you know the steps you know what you have to do i absolutely highly rec recommend for you guys to get together and and just get some idea going and mm -hmm. get a project going on your own Totally, yeah. and there are many international, national, you know, competitions around, guys. Yeah. Yeah. There's I, a, I, there's one for Volvo okay. that ends on just on Thursday yeah. that I think we talked about doing, but we haven't. Yeah. We, we we tried to have lives and <laughs> that got in the way. <laughs> you got to yeah. find the balance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, find your time. I mean, find your time. But absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah. Pick a battle. Totally. But um, uh, yeah, do do a one or two projects, you know, on your own and just enter competition because one is it, it allows you to continue, you know, that that whole um, design thinking and problem solving and, you know, yeah. going through the process and the motions, you know, in, in terms of, you know, what we do. Right. And two is at the end of the day, I mean, you get a a great looking folio. Yeah. <laughs> we need a not, you know, we we need a not, but at the end you get a really good looking, you know, folio out of it, right? So yeah. and also your own own learning um process and your own experience to go through that too, right? So Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. If it takes you six months, great. If it take you, you know, a year, by all means, please, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We got yeah. nothing but time. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> yeah. We you got, got nothing but youth. You have time. You have you. This is true. And this you have true. you have the thinking and you have the resources and you have the skills to do it. That's true. Yeah. This is very true. This is very That's true. That's my last word for you guys. Awesome. Catherine Chong, thank you so very much yeah. for yeah. allowing us to pick your brain and have a have a nice, lovely chat. And thank you for, for supporting us as well over the last four years of school, but also now and then into the future. Um, it's, uh, we like to think of it as a reciprocal support as you gave us so much. And then we, we would at least like to hopefully be able to impart some of that shared wisdom back. And that's kind of what this whole podcast thing has been is just a big brain dump of what did, what did you do in first year? It's like, oh, well, I sucked. <laughs> oh, really? I sucked too. And then that's effectively how it, how it got started. Yeah. So it's okay. If, uh, if we didn't yeah. do school, we we most we hundred percent would not be yeah. here. So, exactly, we wouldn't yeah. be wouldn't be talking about this. And if we were if we were good from the very beginning, we wouldn't be doing that either. Yeah. Because then we wouldn't we would not have learned anything. So. <laughs> exactly. I am glad to hear. And thank you guys for having me. I am I'm glad to be here and nice chatting. And Absolutely. Um, I'm always always interested to hear what you know my students or formal students mm -hmm. inside we're up in to. terms of yeah, yeah. Absolutely. are you going to share this when this episode comes out are you going to share it with all your your first year and your third year and your fourth year <laughs> students 
Like a, we'll see. We'll see. In a classic. <laughs> it's all depending on your editing skills. So let's see how that goes. Oh, we do. We don't edit the episodes at all. We just <laughs> we put an intro in front of it. We cut the end off at the right point, and then we put episode up artwork up for it, and we just send it out into the world. <laughs> so we'll leave absolutely, it. At that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Awesome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Process Podcast. Is there any way that people can connect with you online, Catherine? Uh, through my um, email address, uh, pro- yeah. preferably, if anyone would like um, any information. Yeah, Fair that would be my humble email, actually. Okay. Is there a lead time you on know, that email address? Um, In yeah, terms of a response? Actually, because you, response you are a busy person. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I usually... Okay. To tell you just that I used to say 48 hours, but now I have extended it to 72 hours. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair <laughs> Give me three working days. Three working days, yeah. Actually, that's, no, that's, um, that's... Dylan, I um, I think I might have to um, give you my um, personal email address. is probably better. The Gmail right. address. Yeah, I'll whatever, email the Gmail easiest. address to you. Sure, whatever's easiest yeah. for you. Um, yeah. Just because we've, we've had a few people reach out to us personally, both through yeah. Humber, but also not through Humber, like some... There's students in Italy who go to school in Milan ah. who have sent DMs ah. and messages. There's no. people who we don't even know where they go to school. There's people who aren't even in college yet that are in high school that are reaching out and saying like, "Wow, what what's the deal?" You know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. a few yeah. of the guests have then in turn gotten emails and messages and questions. So we're all cool. about the supportive yeah. nature of the community. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. But- Good one, guys. Yeah, yeah, well done. And if you yeah. have any questions for us, send us an email to hi.theprocesspodcast at yeah. gmail.com. And ladies and gentlemen, we will be back right here tomorrow for episode 81. Until then, we'll see you later. Peace.